To be the best, you need to play with the best. You might not have your own personal high-level circle of women yet, but you can hang with us on The Female Millionaire Show. I'm Midori Verity, serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and I interview badass female founders and cut through to what you really need to know. So in 20 minutes, you have what can take years to learn. If you're wanting to play bigger, come play with us. Join the female entrepreneur revolution today. Cheers. We are talking about our gut feeling and how it guides us or how we might not pay attention to it because today's guest, Sophia Tahiri, she had this gut feeling as she was going through her education that luckily she paid attention to and it guided her in the right direction. She is the founder and CEO of Bun Oven Ultrasound, which is a really kind of a disruptive company for getting ultrasounds. Love what she's doing. And it's based in Southern California right now. I have a feeling you're gonna be expanding, Sophie. But we're gonna be talking about her journey and what she has going on. So welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. So let's start with, with that gut thing. You said that you, you know, before we hit record, we were talking about how you're going to school for pharmacy, um, a pharmacy education, but guide us through that and what, how you got to where you are now. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, like I mentioned, I was planning on going to pharmacy school. I come from, um, a culture and a family that um, education and becoming a doctor or an engineer is is very, very important. So um, I kind of just got sucked into that without ever questioning it. And I stayed at a pharmacy job for about 10 years and applied to pharmacy school very, uh, very half-assed because I felt like it was my body telling me that it's just not for me. It's not what I want to do. Um, so the one school out of so many and a very competitive, very competitive thing to get into. I didn't get into because of course I didn't put my all into it. And when that happened, um, I was bummed, but also took a second to kind of reflect. And I realized that it's just not where my passion was. It's not what I wanted to do. Um, it was definitely challenging to explain that to my parents at the time and my family. And especially when I had invested so much time into it, but, um, from where I am now, I'm so happy that I made that decision. And it's, it, it was a long journey, but it definitely um, paid off to listen to my gut. We've all had that time, right? Where you're, you're on a road and you're like, I have to stay on this path because I have so much time invested, money invested, or someone else has it. But you have that kind of like that gnawing feeling that just feels weird. And sometimes we don't even pay attention to it, right? We, we just right. feel it, but we don't really give it credit. And I've talked to so many, I've been at this for a long, long time, many, many um, decades. And I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs or not even entrepreneurs, people who are in, in corporate mostly, right? And they became engineers, they became doctors, they became attorneys and they're depressed because totally. they didn't pay attention to that gut. They felt like this is what I have to do. They were living and the way that I think of this is that they were living their life. They were creating their life for someone else to totally. please someone else. Right. Yeah. And it had become such a strong part of my identity with my friends, with my family. Um, and really I, I lacked support around me to even 
make a decision that was going against the grain of, of what I thought. So um, I was really lucky once I reached that point, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband was actually super supportive and um, kind of gave me that strength and, and helped me through it. And, and then eventually, you know, my parents got on board as well, but it was, it was a really tough thing in the beginning. It can be really scary. So I yeah. love that you did that. Okay. So you decided uh-uh, no pharmacy school, but how do you know you haven't had a baby? Cause originally when I was reading your story and looking at your website, I'm like, Oh, she must've had a baby and she didn't like her experience, you know, getting ultrasounds, but that's not the case. So talk to us about how you decided, you know what, I'm going to start a mobile ultrasound company. So you're right. No, I, I did not have any kids. I didn't experience it firsthand myself, but I saw it on the other end. So I ended up going to ultrasound school and um, I was working for a pretty large imaging center um, in Los Angeles. And it kind of had factory vibes, you know, when you, we've all been to the doctor where we feel rushed and we can't really um, get all, our, all of our questions asked and um, expecting mothers were coming in and it was really heartbreaking to see their dissatisfaction and, um, you know, they, they weren't able to get that experience that they imagined in their head, especially with the first pregnancy. Sometimes their partner couldn't be with them. It was a quick in and out. It was just to get those measurements of the baby, quick heartbeat. Okay. This, this bye. Um, and after seeing that repeatedly over and over, um, it was also at a stage where not only was I seeing it firsthand at work, but some of my very close friends were starting to get pregnant and starting their families. And I was hearing it for them from them as well. Um, and they would call me and say, you know, cause because I'm an ultrasound tech and I knew what kind of scans they were having, they'd call and say, Hey, like this came back, but I'm not sure if it's normal, what's going on. It, I like had such a rushed experience. So all of those things kind of added up. And I started realizing that there was this need to provide a little bit of extra care. Um, of course, getting diagnostic things are, is so important and, and that's what your OB is there for. But if you need a little extra bonding time, um, sometimes especially after COVID, you can't even see um, your doctor. You can't get in until you're about eight to 10 weeks, depending on your OB and, the, and you know what their office rules are. Um, a lot of people are going up to week 10, not knowing if they're even pregnant. So we're there to give some sort of confirmation at least. Um, so yes, yeah, so we have a wide variety of things that we provide, but basically that's how it initially started. Just heartbreaking for moms and, and just seeing that there, there was a lack of compassion is really the main component. I, I would say. And not to mention you're in LA yeah, <laughs> driving, especially as a pregnant person, having to go through that traffic. And then if you have to go use the restroom or whatever nightmare and stressful. So I love that you come to the home, but here's where I really realize you are a true entrepreneur. And that you don't just come and do an ultrasound because that's, you know, where our brains go, especially for those of us who've been pregnant. We're like, oh, cool. She can come to my home, do an ultrasound, make sure the baby's kicking, talk to me about it a little bit. But you do more than that. You have made it into an occasion for events and other things. So what did you start off with that concept already knowing you were going to do that? Did it evolve? How did you come up with that other part of your business? Yeah, that's a really good question. And that's a huge part of my business actually is um, I call it the, the pivot point. <laughs> so originally, um, yeah, of course I wanted moms to have some extra time with their, with their baby. Um, and um, 
like you mentioned, being in LA, the traffic is crazy. Some women have a lot of nausea. So that was always on my mind. But also um, before that, I knew I wanted to have my own business, whether it was going to be in pharmacy or in ultrasound. And before I started experiencing mom's um, discomforts, I wanted to have events. So I thought maybe for baby showers, it would be something kind of cute and we're friends and family can see the baby and um, just kind of take it from there. So initially that was actually the point of the business was to make it more of, of an event situation. And um, I started in late 2019. And as we all know, 2020 hit and um, here I am with a very hefty machine that um, costs a lot of money. And I, I paid for it all myself, you know, saved up for it. And I don't have any um, investors or anything like that. So it was really hard to get to that point. And I was kind of inching my way in and starting to um, start the business and boom, COVID hit. So as you know, all events, not only are, are all events being canceled, but even just having someone in your home, having someone get close to you, having um, any human contact almost for a while was felt impossible. And of course I'm starting this business that is physically impossible to do remotely where it felt like the whole world was working remotely. So that's how it kind of pivoted. So, um, at that point, again, I started getting some calls very, very early on in my business of mom saying, yeah, we can't get into our OB. We're pregnant for the first time. We don't know if we're actually pregnant. We took a pregnancy test. It's positive. My OB won't see me until I'm 10 weeks. My partner can't come with me. This is my first pregnancy. My grandma, my uh, mom, you know, flew in and wants to see, there was just so many things going on. And again, I trusted my gut and I did everything I could to try to be safe and still have these sessions um, and, and pivot because again, my goal was to have events and, um, I just saw, saw what moms were asking for again and just trust my gut to pivot. Um, and it actually really worked out. And now we do so many private sessions on top of, um, you know, our, our events and all that. So we've kind of kept that and we realized that there was a need for that as well. So, you know, COVID was kind of a, a blessing in, in disguise for us. Uh, that is just, I love that story. I love how, you know, we take these things that kind of punch us in the gut and find a way to overcome it or to make it into something amazing like you did. Yeah. So what is your number one or not even your number one, but what piece of advice do you have for women who are wanting to build an amazing business that is worth millions of dollars? What is a, a takeaway that you have for them? I think trusting your gut is really, really important. But a combination with that is, um, I guess I would say believing in, in yourself in a way. So when I started this, I looked at the market and I realized this doesn't exist. And I thought this is either the best idea in the world or the worst idea in the world, because how has no one come up with this? How is this not being done? You know, is it, is it too challenging to start? Is there too many obstacles that I'm going to go through? Is that why no one's ever done it? Or is it just because everyone was, you know, maybe someone else has thought of it, but was too afraid to take that step like I was. And, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, I, I might've, might've never really taken that leap, but yeah. So I would say those are two, the two things. Yes. You have to look at the market and see what they're asking, but also just because it hasn't been done before, doesn't mean that it can't. 
And I think you have to trust your gut and just, um, if you really believe in something, go for it and pivot where you need to. And always look for those opportunities. I completely agree. Where can we find out more about you? Because like I said, I have a feeling you're going to be expanding and where can people go to find out more about you and your business? Yeah, for sure. So you can follow us um, on Instagram. We're at bun, B-U-N underscore oven, O-V-E-N. Um, and of course, our website is www.bunovenultrasound.com. Uh, those are the best ways to kind of reach out to us and um, let us know how we can help. Go check her out because this business is going to be growing. It will probably be in an area near you. And so it's always fun to watch these businesses that are growing and accelerating and and seeing what they're doing, paying attention to it. So I invite you to go check her out, reach out, friend her, and good luck with everything. Thank you so much.